Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Natural set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order. Because when you choose Prepper All Naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together... We'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prep for all naturals, where beef meets freedom.
kiss my ass. I do not apologize. In fact, by all rights, you sick freaks should be the ones apologizing to me. I wouldn't apologize to you soulless parasites if I had a gun to my head. Instead, I'd rather just tell you all to piss off. So you can try to humiliate me, you can try to ruin my reputation, you can accuse me of all of the most heinous crimes that you can invent in your tiny, feverish little brains. But I am not going anywhere. I'm all fired up now. With Chad King. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I'm the excellent. Starts now. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Who's got their popcorn and their cocktails ready? It's time to take out the trash, ladies and gentlemen. And here I am. I've got my commie killer t-shirt because I'm an extremist. We're going to get into some text messages today that's going to blow your ever-loving mind. Ladies and gentlemen, as I continue to go through this drop after drop after drop of the ex, ex completely exposed GOP pirates, these secret little bastards have been going at it for over a year and a half. I did the drop tonight. I hope you have all had a chance to peruse said drops because there's some serious ugly in them. And as you continue to look, these five people have made it their job to destroy anything and everything that has to do with MAGA, anti-establishment way of life that we tried to bring here in Horry County and we're gonna continue to bring. Because after tonight and subsequently tomorrow, <laughs> if I see anybody over there trying to fight with these folks and saying that they're righteous, they're righteous. And Drew McKissick is the greatest thing since ever since sliced bread and the hot sliced bread and that cold shit that nobody liked. But he was great since then. I'm going to laugh in your face because we have it all right here. I have had so much coffee, so many stimulants because I have not been able to sleep going through all of these drops and trying to put together the best show I can so that the entire world, and yes, we are on every one of my social medias. I've got Getter going full ape shit right now. Beer Back Radio, uh, Beer Back Roads, Monty W, Radio Face. Everybody is putting their thugzillas in the chat. And Facebook, I know you're a little slower. You have a lot of boomers in there. Just kidding, kind of. But there's some in there. Go ahead. I can see all the chats, and we're going to continue to put this out. I have no time constraints. I do have networks that are carrying this. But tonight is our night, and we're going to go through it all. But I brought friends. <laughs> I know that that's had some people pretty puckered up today because I never announced who my friends were. But I thought, since we are Ori County, and I talk about it on all my shows, I didn't want to make this a... a geographical area that nobody gave a flip about because I always say in my shows that what I'm dealing with and what we have uncovered and what we are fighting here with so many good patriots that are completely in the chat right now I will put them up on the screen as we go we are absolutely 
in a state of establishment hell here in South Carolina. If you do not believe me, before you turn off the show, go to American Conservative Union CPAC and fl- hit the flat or the uh, map of the United States and take a look at that little state there called South Carolina between Georgia and uh, North Carolina. Yeah, we're bluer than both those states. Yep, that's right. South Carolina, per the ACU, is bluer than Georgia. So that being said, I thought it was important that I brought some of my my fellow revolutionaries, Wolverines. I thought I'd bring them on tonight because I have pretty much every corner of South Carolina GOP representation right here. And that's right, Drew, because I know you're watching. You're a big fan, I know. We know. You're gonna, they're gonna tell you exactly what the petulant child and all of his little uh, uh, bootlickers have been doing for a very long time now that we have the text messages to go along with it. Ladies and gentlemen, I wanna introduce you to my panel and then we will put them backstage again and we'll bring them back out when we bring other things up. But I wanna start with everybody's, I'm gonna say it, South Carolina's most hated rebellion, none other than, uh-oh, Jeff Davis. Jeff Davis, welcome to I'm Fired Up. I see you've got my, I am a political sex symbol. That thing is beautiful that you got behind you. I like it. You're always good to dig one into the bare side. Ladies and gentlemen, I am also, you have met him on another show. He has been out there and he has been fighting like hell. And he is the representation of none other than Lady G, Lindsey Graham's county, and took it over to get rid of him. Another other than Mickey Haynes. Mickey, welcome from Oconee County. My brother, how are you today? <laughs> they are shitting themselves right now. This is so much fun. <laughs> and the super duper X Factor that nobody expected because these two have been around our stuff, but we have, I can't do this by myself because I've got to bring in some other spec warfare fellas. Ladies and gentlemen, the former vice chairman of York County, Rick Olaf. My dog, what's up? He looks like a hood rat. I like it. I like it. Yeah, Merry <laughs> because you know they hate us. Merry they hate us, dog. They don't want to see beanies. All right, Jeff, say hello to everybody. You got one minute. Go. Hey, just happy to be here, Chad. I'm glad you're putting this information out there. What's been going on in Oconee is the same thing that's been going on here in uh, in Greenville County, and we've been fighting them back. But uh, I'm sorry, in Oconee and in Ori and all over the state. So we're fighting them back. We're going to push them back. And Reorg 2023 is going to be off the chain. And this is where we win all 46 counties, and we purge out the rhinos at the SCGOP leadership level. So get excited. It's coming in March, April, May are going to be banned. Fantastic. Hoorah. You get to go backstage, dog. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mickey Haney, give everybody your one minute. Chad, I I really do appreciate what you've done. Uh, You actually have given the Republican Party and the conservatives an early Christmas present. You know, a lot (laughs) of us. It's a Christmas miracle, Mickey. We're calling it a Christmas miracle. Uh, We actually, a lot of us thought was in this fight alone. And you really have exposed how large. this false front that the Republican Party has created. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. It's my pleasure, brother. We're going to put you backstage for one second. And my dude, <laughs> what up, Rick? I'm sure nobody. Hey, that Ben fella, you know, that used to be your chairman <laughs> since we're all said yeah. and done here. Um, I've told a couple people about it, but I did a thing back when he ran his mouth and didn't give us the logo. And he actually texted somebody and said that I've still got some Russian buddies and we can take care of Chad Kate. Yes or no? Here, I got no sound out of you. Russian. That was kind of important. There you go. Yeah, we got a big delay. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, he said that. 
It doesn't surprise me. And I just want to echo. I'm thankful. That's why I'm on the show tonight. And, and um, I'm here to let people know. Pigeonhole you. And they try to pigeonhole Jeff. And it's a big issue. It's a natural. All right, Rick, I'm going to send you backstage. You got to fix your sound, dog. You're cutting in and out. I don't know what it is, but we'll be back to you in a minute. Hit me in the private chat saying that you, you fixed your, your, your stuff. I don't know what to do. <laughs> All right. So here we are, folks. Here we go. So holy crap, I'm tired. And we have had, man, I'm going to tell you, these fellas, I got to get this off my screen. Hang on one second. I must have been really pissed off today. I spit on my, my thing there. Okay. I look much better. <laughs> anyway, so we have had an, a crazy, crazy couple of days. And first off, big shout out to Shannon Grady, who has found her, her, her betterness and the idea that this is what America's about. I'm looking at this chat right now. It's off the chain. Getter's going stupid over here. Love it. I can't do Clout Hub because I can only do two at a time. So that being said, we're going to put the first one up here. And Stuart Bayhart, you've been a champion. You get to be on the screen first. So that being said, we have all of these text messages and we are laying them out there. I know I drop them at six and we go live at eight. So people have to speed read a little bit because I dropped a bunch today. The reason for that is, is that I have nearly 400 of them. So to go through them all and to put them all out there, there's going to have to be one of those uh, perusing type things where y'all take a little time and maybe you find something that, that, that is relevant that we don't. Or maybe you find something that's relevant in your area because it seemed that they were all knowing and talking all to SCGOP all day long. So that being said, I'm going to go through the chat here. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Rick. Push them back. Let's do this. Uh, link, please. Link, please, for those not on Facebook. Uh, we are on Getter on I'm Fired Up. We are on CloudHud on I'm Fired Up. We are on Twitter on I'm Fired Up 2. Uh, Instagram hates me, sorry. And then you go to, there you go, at hashtag FireDrew, www.myscgop.com. They are doing it too. Oh, Mod Den's in the house. I got to stop cussing. So my mother-in-law is all the way up in another state watching because she wanted to have Christmas with the children. I guess Diesel's back here. Pretty pissed about it, Mod Den, by the way. Anyway, that's all we get for today. Rhino season, let's go hunting. I'm going to bring the boys back. And first off, I want to bring them back like this. All right, we got Jeff Davis. We got Mr. Mickey and we got Rick. Rick, how's your sound, buddy? Hey, how do you hear me now, Chad? You good now? You're killing it. You are killing it. Uh, for the record, I love seeing those uh, those thug sources in the chat. They're killing it over here on on uh, Getter, and that's a new thing that you Facebook people are already picked up on from our Getter shows. Uh, Thugzilla is in the his house because we are not going to play in this. We are not going to play this game, and we're going to let them all know. I think I saw Jeanette Spurlock, our vice chairs on. Oh, fun! Make sure you take screenshots of all the malcontents that try to get on, and we don't like they don't know we see them getting on. That's my favorite. Like I go through. Oh, look, uh, Skinwalker's here. Cool. <laughs> Shit's hilarious. I swear to God, this is this is fun. And they're they'll get me someday. Anyway. All right. So I have all of you. All of you. Let's get rid of my, my sick music. So we have had these. Have you guys had a chance? Well, Jeff, I know you probably were chomping at the bit today, waiting to go through the 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 well, you're shaking your head, so I'm gonna look like an ass. So you didn't go through it? I, I have not seen today's chat. I apologize, but I, I, I think I'm accustomed to it, and I think we can roll with it. So, All right. I bet you are. Uh, Rick, have you had a chance to see today's drops? Yeah, I've read them quite thoroughly, All actually. Right. 
Yeah, there's yeah, definitely well, a theme in those. There's definitely a theme there we're going to get to. For sure. Mr. Mickey, I'm assuming you have to. Let me get rid of that logo, even though I like to, you know. There you go. Well, we'll put that one away. Get that logo off your face. There we go. There it's a go. good logo, though. Anyway, Mr. Mickey, have you been through them? I have viewed uh, some of them. I did not get a chance to uh, review all of them. It gets a little uncushioned. I know it makes people uncomfortable. Anyway, so what I would like to do first is I would like to go to all three of you. And and I'm going to, when I say your name, raise your hand just in case anybody else comes on. Jeff Davis, you are the chairman of the uh, Greenville County GOP after they were caught cheating. And Drew came out and said, nah, they were just assholes. We just got tired of them and left, right? Is that, That's right. I'm paraphrasing, of course. <laughs> Drew McKissick's a joke. Anyway, Mickey Haney, you you and uh, your chairman and six executive committeemen were, were ousted and kicked out and fired or however you want to call it for multiple reasons that were not even true. And, but the interesting part, the coincidence <laughs> is that you actually censured none other than Lindsey Graham, the meeting prior to that meeting. And then all of a sudden the SCGOP and their little skinny fella who happens, I just found out that apparently he's in charge of the victory victory company. Uh, uh, Mark Benoit heads that up. Isn't that weird? Weird. We'll get back to that later. Anyway, so Mark Benoit came down there as the parliamentarian. How old is Mark uh, Benoit? Does anybody know that? I mean, I'm not saying you can't be young and, 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 and intelligent, but I'm just wondering. I anyway. think the older you get, everybody looks younger. So I, yeah, I, and I'm, I mean, I'm, <laughs> dude, I've never looked sexier. I'm not going to lie. But at the end of the day, he's a young man. He's in his 20s, I reckon. And he, they sent him because Drew doesn't get his hands dirty, right, boys? That's, that's yeah. the way it seems. <laughs> All right. So Mark Benoit came there to uh, Oconee County and basically just started saying, nope, you're gone. Nope, you're gone. And started pushing towards the establishment. Something interesting <laughs> happened before we go into the text messages here. Up there in Oconee County lately, because it happens to be a little prevalent or uh, relevant to what's going on here, they actually had somebody resign and they said that they're not going to come back. And then Drew said, no, they can come back. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, apparently it's a 180, uh, you know, it's, uh, from what y'all had down in Horry County. So, so here in Horry County, he said, there is no such thing as coming back from a resignation. It's in the bylaws. It's in the bylaws. It's in the bylaws. And we can't find it. He has a special super secret bylaws, apparently, which we all know that Drew McKissick and the petulant child, Drew McKissick has no real need or want to go with anything bylaws unless it works for him. What's for me, not for thee. Yes. I, I'd have to agree with that. Wholeheartedly. Yeah, All and, right. And Chad, let, let me add in here one other thing. We call it rules for thee, not for me, is what Chad and the rules committee down there does with the SUGOP, which the rules committee's headed. Wait, by wait, wait. Jimmy. I'm not SUGOP. Watch well, it, dude. This is my well, show. I I'll make I'm you saying, disappear. I'm saying at Columbia, that's what they do. <laughs> right, right. And the rules committee chairman happens to be one of the biggest lobbyists in this state, a, guy, a gentleman by the name of Tony Denny. People ought to know that. But last year, in the last two years, Anderson County unanimously voted out their their uh, their chairman or chairwoman, a, a lady by the name of Cheryl Cuthrell, and Mark Benoit and Drew McKissick said there was no way to get an elected chairperson or anyone that was elected at a county convention unelected. So now the rules have completely changed. Exactly everything that occurred in Oconee County is exactly the opposite of what they said could happen in Anderson County last time. Well, that's where we have, uh, you know, Roger Slagle, who said uh, the good chairman we have here, who is still the chair, 
put in a resignation, came back running the 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 the, the elections to fill the other seats that that in fact did leave, and he rescinded. And there is nobody above. Are we are we not autonomous from the SCGOP as far as our governing? I'll leave that one to you, Jeff. Well, my understanding is we are. We are an autonomous organization underneath. Obviously, we kind of roll up roll up there, but but our membership, I report to our 151 precincts and our executive committee from each executive committeeman out of those 151 precincts. I do not report to Drew McKissick. Well, for a court case that's coming up very soon, I'm gonna let a little I'm gonna let a little bomb out for you. This is gonna be fun. I talked to some folks at the RNC. That's right, the Republican National Committee. And guess what I got on the phone recorded? That's right, sir. The only thing that that the counties are really supposed to do is provide delegates that then are under the the leadership of the SEGOP. The SEGOP itself isn't necessarily in charge of you. That would be your executive committeeman. And I'm like, I got that on recording. That's really cool. I can't wait to go to court with that. So anyway, that's RNC. I made him say his name, his title, everything. (laughs) So great. Um, It's like Christmas all over the place. But I want to get to Mr. York here. (laughs) Mr. Olaf, how are you, my brother? First off, can you tell everybody what unit you were in the Army? And I'm going to give you this one chance because of the Army-Navy game. Go ahead. Yes, yes. Merry Christmas. I know you've been busy. Army beat Navy in double overtime. So, yeah, I was in – I'm a retired Army officer. OCS grad, not Academy grad. I was That's in okay. Too. I was in uh, Third Special Forces Group out of Fort Bragg. So primarily spent a lot of time in Afghanistan, obviously, North Africa and all over South Asia. So uh, a very blessed life and, you know, a perspective that has allowed me to kind of see a lot of these things we're going to talk about. Well, I first met you when I went up there to York and, uh, and uh, you were the vice chair, correct, sir? That's right. Yep. And and then after uh, your chairman, the guy that had the Russians, they said they would come get me. Yeah. Russians. <laughs> Anywho, uh, he he has since been removed for uh, you know some shit. It wasn't good. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't good. Right. We'll leave that alone today. Um, we'll let everybody Google. And 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 so after that, you became the interim chair, correct? Yeah, that's correct. That's pretty badass. You got some dude and. Bylaws, okay. The bylaws, interim chair. Yep. So up there in York, it's a special place, and 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 give us the quick rundown because both these gentlemen have been on my show before. Give us the quick rundown of your understanding of the Drew McKissick SEGOP and how they try to run and how their sink offense, or as I like to call them for the for the other folks that don't want to look that up, the bootlicker. They seem to be everywhere. And there is this element of fear that lives amongst them and they do whatever they're told. Is that what you understood up in York? And did you guys fight back on that? I know some of your fighters up there, Danielle and them, they're, they ain't no joke up in York. So uh, you tell me, is that what you guys were dealing with? Oh, ab- absolutely. That's we were de- And this is one of the biggest reasons I came on the show was they like to uh, isolate you and, and make this out to be, or they like to pigeonhole you and Jeff, but the, the dirty little secret that everybody knows is this is very systemic and it's, it's not only, and I love how you've, how you brought this to light, like Mickey was saying, because folks, listen up, I've got something crucial to share with you today. In this uncertain world, you need to be prepared for anything, especially when it comes to your health. That's where the wellness company comes in, offering you peace of mind in a box with their medical emergency kit. Picture this. 
You're faced with a medical emergency and you need quick, effective treatment. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit is like having a strategic arsenal of life-saving medications right at your fingertips. From proven treatments like ivermectin to generic Z-Packs and amoxicillin, this kit has got you covered. But that's not all. Every kit comes with a medical emergency guidebook, ensuring you have the knowledge to use these medications safely and effectively. It's like having a medical professional right there with you when you need it most. And here's the kicker. Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health FFN. That's right, folks. 10% off, peace of mind in a box. Don't wait until it's too late. Get your medical emergency kit today and be ready for whatever comes your way. Stay safe, stay prepared with a wellness company. Again, use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health FFN. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a national issue. Yes. Talk to friends in Arizona, Colorado, that that mess up there, as you all know, that was a 10 to 15 year plan up there. It, this is systemic everywhere. And um, as you know, we're dealing with, there's nothing new under the sun. We're dealing with a human nature and a moral problem. This is just history. But yeah. I'm going to come down hard tonight on the leadership, which, because at the end of the day, <clears throat> leadership's always the X factor. And good leaders create good cultures and bad leaders create bad cultures. So as I was reading your stream today of those telegram messages and things like that, what what stuck in my head was a couple of themes. I've already mentioned that we're just dealing with human nature here. But when leaders allow these cultures of corruption to to, to fester, then then you get you get people acting like they were acting in that telegram thread. Right. So good people do not act this way. Um, right. And on any, and as we talked earlier, on any given day, you know, I'd, I'd probably give people the benefit of the doubt to a fault. And on any given day, a lot of the people I've met are probably pretty decent people. But when you add in the power as, aspect of this and you add in access to power, it, it makes people monsters if they can't handle it. And oh, so absolutely. this 24-7... I mean, these folks, I mean, this is why people are turned off. They You're right. see these kind of things. And it's like, oh, my God, what did, what did I get myself into? So, you know, at the end of the day, it's a leadership. It's a leadership problem. You look at our country today. Look at our leaders. Look at this debacle of administration, Pelosi. Leadership matters. And that's that's why this is so important, what you're bringing to light. Well, I appreciate it, gentlemen. And ultimately, for those that don't know, uh, Shannon Grady, who did uh, did flip <clears throat> and and brought a lot of this to light with her first drop uh, Monday and then came and uh, helped us. She is relentless Republican that I'm putting on the screen right now. Uh, she is in the chat. That is relentless. <clears throat> I think it is. If not, then this dude's going to be a hero or shit chick or whatever. <laughs> but uh, I believe relentless Republican is, in fact, uh, Shannon Grady. <clears throat> so that being said, gentlemen, 
I, I, for some of you who have gone through the chats, I've got to go back over my graphics here. I got to do all the buttons pushing. I got to do all the work. You guys get to just chill. It's really cool. Um, so, all right. So the first one I've got here, and they don't necessarily necessarily agree with everything, but I do want to explain who the, the for our national audience, because last time I did my first drop and I did my show, everybody on Getter's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so, so Getter, CloudHub, uh, Twitter, everybody else out there that aren't in the local, but this is like you heard from my buddy there. This is a national issue. We are hearing about it in Arizona. Carrie Lake is currently in court right now dealing with it. The GOP pulled their money, sent it to Alaska, to Murkowski. So we, we, we have this is going on everywhere. And this is the special sauce, right, Jeff? Get in your reorg, take it over. And if we take over the Republican Party, then you don't get to bitch about it anymore, except you get to be a part of it and change. Yes? Absolutely, Chad. And it's not that difficult. You, we, we obviously turned out a huge number of people here in Greenville, South Carolina. But, but four years ago, there were 329 people that came out for the Greenville County reorg. That's a county of 525,000 people. So 329 people made the decisions of the Republican Party. They want to keep it small to control it all. And what we're trying to do is incentivize or get people to come out, as many people as possible. I trust the citizens of the state of South Carolina. I don't trust the Republican Party and the establishment of leadership that's in the part in, in South Carolina. Well, that's safe to say when you look at uh, American Conservative Union. Again, I always go to that map because they keep talking. Anytime you're around one of the khaki wearers, they all talk about, I'm sorry, my dad, she loves khakis. I can't stand them because all these assholes wear it. And, and you'll never see me in khakis. But bow tie, Chad. You need a bow tie. Yeah, I got your I bow tie. Bro. Good money to see Chad Caton in a bow tie. You know what? Maybe we'll do that for charity. For charity, I'll do some dumb stuff. Hell, I, you know what? We'll, I, let's put it out there. For the new year, I will allow somebody that hates me to breed up enough money and tase me. I'll let them tase me right in the chest. As long as that money goes to a good cause, we're going to go into that because apparently I'm a missionary and I'm just doing it for marketing. We have that text too. So much fun. Um, so what we have to understand here is that this is, uh, how far is York County from uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Mr. Olaf? Oh, three hours, give or take 30 seconds, maybe. Mr. Mickey, how far are we away from Oconee County? Uh, I would say around five hours. And Jeff Davis, Greenville, South Carolina. It's about five, maybe four and a half. So. All right. So we have got the far reaches of this entire state. This is not anything around Ori County, South Carolina. This is, in fact, in Greenville and South in Ori County. Actually, we can argue in different ways. We are the most powerful Republican parties in the state. Jeff has the numbers. We have the money. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> that makes us better. That's fair. <laughs> but the thing is, Patriots took it over. By through the reorg and the, our precinct strategies, that we, uh, Jeff is going to come back with my SCGOP in the new year, and we are going to do training across the country. Cody Cag, uh, I just had on with uh, Latinos for Trump. She's all about it because South. We uh, she came and did an entire hour show explaining how South Texas is just as bad. This is systemic. That's why you have Mr. Turtle, Mr. Mitch McConnell, with a seventy-seven percent approval rating by the nation, but still gets voted as minority leader. This can't happen anymore. It is no longer we the people. We do not need to get our guns and everything and sit there and swill beer and bitch about Mulan Lambe. We need to get in, do the mundane, and get involved in our parties. So that being said, I, does anybody have a story in regards to the ugly that's happened in your county before I start with the texts? We'll start with Mickey. Um, 
I wouldn't know where to start. Um, All right, Jeff, <laughs> we'll come back to you. <laughs> I mean, everybody's uh, most, a lot of people have heard our story, but you know, a lot of, you know, maybe some of you, your viewers out there haven't. We, they, they cheated literally 24%, at least 20% of the vote in our April 2021 county convention. They also cheated $7,200 which was $20 per person, 360 people did not even pay to be uh, delegates to our county convention. They, we did not have contact information for, I think it was well over 33% of the people that were delegates. They actually filled out, there's a what's called a form one to become a delegate of the county convention or become, you know, at your precinct. They filled out the information and then flipped the sheets over and put their phone number and email address on the back to keep it away. That's a, that is a violation of party rules, state rules. It's actually a rule that they changed at the county convention when they, or the state convention this past July 30th, when they shoved it down our throat, uh, some of those rules changes, which were amazing, which is actually, uh, you know, come back to bite them in, in the tail a little bit. So, but, uh, but it's, just, it's hard to believe that anybody, human beings would do this, but what Rick was talking about, this is just, it is, is just evolved into a, a where, you know, the insanity makes sense to people and it's just got to change and we got to pull it up. And I'll, I'll just tell you just two seconds. I literally watched a, a documentary on Netflix about the Nazi death squads uh, during World War II. And I know it sounds a little far fetched, but I mean, they had p regular people shooting people in the head during World War II. My wife was born in Poland. You know, she grew up under communism until she was eight. I mean, you know, it, it, it I've been to Auschwitz probably 10 times in my life. And this was literal human beings did it. And this is the kind of insanity. And this is the direction I think we're going in. And if it was it was OK to do today, I think somebody shoot me in the back of the head. Have not a single problem with it. But that's why we got to fight back. And it's just human nature. And we got to fight back. It's been going on for thousands of years. Well, it's interesting you say that because we actually have a text out of the pirate GOP talking about stormtroopers and Nazis. So. I'm not sure who they were calling it, but anyway, we'll get back to it. Uh, uh, Olaf, give me give me a uh, a quick ugly that you've dealt with up there in 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 when you were running the GOP of York County. Yeah, it's like Mickey said; it's hard to pinpoint, but I'll give you here's the here's the dirty little secret about York County that as much potential as that county has, there's some. Yeah, that's a retired community close to Charlotte, bunch of transplants, professionals, as much potential as that county has and as much power in that delegation as it has. Um, like I said, hard to anecdote pinpoint a certain story, but here's what I want to tell you is the secret up there. That's not such a secret in your county is how much in shambles that the party is right. memberships plummeting. Nobody, nobody's excited about the GOP in your county or any other part of the South Carolina GOP. That's not why people are getting Republican. It's just people are paying attention. So in a good way, there's a there's a clash going on. And as as I came into the York County GOP, just some context for your audience. Quick context. I was, I was asked to run for chair back in uh, late 2020, early 2021, just before the last reorg, right? And so I was approached by some leaders and I was smart enough to understand that uh, maybe I shouldn't throw my hat in here because I was starting to see things and detect things that, you know, just kind of got my spidey senses up about. So I'll, I'll check this organization out. Right. 
So as time went on, I sort of understood the history of the York County GOP that I started to ask the basic questions. Is is this just a front group? Is this just a shell organization? And, that, and that's exactly what it was. None of the precincts were organized. None of how the organization is supposed to be run from the grassroots, from the precinct level, all those things were being suppressed. And you had these sycophants and, you know, you had some pretty powerful people up there in York County as well with Simrall and, and Pope and these guys that had been down in Columbia for a long time. So, but what was happening in the GOP was obvious that this was just a shell company. Right. The, so, you know, that now we've made some, we've made some leaps and we've made some, some successes up there, but that's the reality of York County. And, the, the the precincts aren't organized and and you know people are fighting down there and, and doing the best they can but you know we're coming up against exactly what you know every everybody else is coming up against now the, the good news is every time we were able to get a vote in the executive committee or on that that medical freedom that was so controversial right you know you know in hindsight right every time we and we are we were able to get a, a good chairman in and they were pissed about that they were pissed when I did my 30 days and we voted in. They wanted their yes man and their sycophant guy in there. Um, but we were able, we got the votes and we voted in who, you know, we thought would make a good chairman. Her name's Annie Dempsey. I think she's doing a great job. Mm -hmm. So, but anyway, when we had the votes, um, the good news was we had the numbers and to do the right thing, so to speak. So it's a mess up there. And, um, but it goes back to everything we're talking about. All right, Mickey, did you come up with something? Well, um, we were real energized. We actually, during the reorg, uh, we had to cancel the initial uh, meeting because there were too many people. The fire marshal said you had to shut it down. So then we rescheduled, had 400 plus people, I think. And uh, David uh, McMahon, great chairman, his goal was to... Uh, deal with the local politics and actually call out the politicians that are not voting according to the Republican uh, party platform. That was the downfall of the Oconee County new Republican party that was created. And uh, like you said, Lindsey Graham censor, uh, we were actually in the process of censoring some uh, uh, council members. Uh, it was just that that really started the fire under the established uh, GOP uh, members to uh, really get in there and, and really put pressure on us uh, to the point to where even Drew McKissick would not return David McMahon's phone calls. Shocker. Yeah. He's petulant child. You know, that's what we do here. All right, gentlemen. So we, we were able to kind of give the background of y'all. And so this, you know, these are people that live in Horry County that are in the good fight. But I have a feeling, Jeff Davis, that, that you can all appreciate what you're reading about Horry County. And Jeff, there are some uh, other stuff in there. Greenville seems to be a hot topic, too, because they cannot lose Horry or Greenville. And they're pissed that clandestinely we took it over. And after this little uh, shenanigans, I have a feeling that we're going to have it for quite a while because there are a lot of pissed off people. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for all of you out there from 
from the furthest places in South Carolina that have been a part of the America First standing up to take over your GOP from Oconee County, Greenville County, Anderson County, Beaufort County, Charleston County, all of you that have been called conspiracy theorists and the like, today is your birthday because you are no longer a conspiracy theorist. We are now truthers. It's just like the same. It's kind of weird. We were COVID and we're like, COVID's not. No, that's not what it is. I'm not wearing a mask. But, and then they're like, no, you suck. And then we're like, oh shit, we're right. And so we're that way right now about the party and the corruption that is here in the SC GOP. And unfortunately, these five people, Shannon Grady, who happens to be on this thread right now, is the whistleblower. And she actually leave, left her post in here. I think she called me a loser or something. That's okay. I'm okay with it. It's cool. You did the right thing. So I'm going to start through a couple of these and we will talk about them individually. And if I need to get the background to where it's at, because looking through almost 400 text messages or screenshots and trying to put this all together is not the easiest thing. So I took out some of the ugly, ugly, and there is some really ugly, ugly. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Telling you right now. <laughs> People are just... I, I'm, I'm having a good time. Sorry about that. Okay, so here's our first one. Oh, we got to get rid of the chat graphic. Let me get rid of that. Um, boom, boom. There, is it. there it is. Oh, no. Hide message. There we go. All right, guys. It seems this is Reese Boyd, the third Esquire. Uh, he is the. He seems to be the captain of the good ship uh, GOP pirates, and guys, it seems to me that the opposition, what I have termed the Uber revolutionaries, I like Wolverines better, but whatever, is going to do one of three things tonight. So the background to this piece here is where they were all, and Shannon, you're here, so if we need to, we can bring you up and put you in, or I'll send you a link, or you can put it in the chat, whatever. Uh, they had the plan, and it was given by Hope Walker that all they needed was 10 ECs, they could call a meeting, they have three meetings, and they could oust the leadership that is Roger Slagle, uh, 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 Tracy Beans, and Jeremy Halpin, who is also in the chat. And so this was Reese Boyd giving us a play-by-play. -play. As you can see, Friday, you're going to hear that he had nothing to do with any of this until it was time to do his uh, his uh, run for chair, which you can see after yesterday that since July 2nd, 20, wait for it, 21, this group was put together to, to completely destroy the GOP and work against it. Guys, it seems to me that the opposition, what we have termed the uber revolutionaries, it's not, it's not good. It's really not. He could have done better. Is going to do one of three things tonight. Tonight. One, ignore the meeting, most likely it seems, 
or two, show up in force to attempt to outvote us for our talent for our own meeting or three, show up not to outvote us, but with enough of a presence to document the traders on video, et cetera, and, and publish who knows what about us on social media. Oh, crap. I bet he really hated it. He wrote that now that he's on every social media in the world. <laughs> I haven't had much sleep, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, document the traders on video, et cetera. The public, who knows what about social media. And also perhaps to disrupt the meeting from being conducted in an orderly manner. That right there is the first one. So... What you can see is that was actually, and I, I have the other text, but again, there's 400 of them. So they actually checked with Hope Walker. This wasn't part of their bylaws that they chose to use at this point. And so this is what he was saying. And first off, speaking on behalf of why I would go to that meeting, I didn't need to go to the meeting. I have a chairman and I had a meeting. But is this the same type of uh, dig that they will use in the bylaws to circumvent your leaderships? Anybody? Yes. Uh, matter of fact, it's during the ousting of uh, the seven officers, well, six officers, they chose not to follow our bylaws. Um, Shocker. And just go rogue because if you uh, go into the bylaws or into um, the SC uh, GOP rules, it states that when things are not defined well enough that you should uh, reference the Roberts Rules of Order. And in there, it has a process to go through for a trial. And that was thrown out the window. And by the parliamentarian from the SEGOP. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, me and him had a discussion about that. And he told me I was wrong. And I said, well, you know, I, I read it different than you do. So, <laughs> so apparently uh, it was uh, the trial and everything happened within that short amount of time that night. And um, I feel that due process was not there. So yes, this is their tactics. Uh, you know, it's hard to fight a battle um, when you're used to dealing with corporations and things like that, where they adhere to bylaws, where they adhere to charging orders, uh, to the rules. And these people here, they only adhere to what rules, bylaws, that benefits them that they can twist and not right. adhere to the others. And that, that has created this problem where you, you really have no avenue to, uh, to fight them. And Drew McKissick is allowing this to happen. Well, that's the other thing. I don't know that Drew McKissick, I, I don't know that Drew McKissick has a say because he's autonomous from us. That's the way I look at it. Drew needs to stay out of our, our counties. That's the way I look at it. We'll send you our delegates and you can do it as you will. Uh, the, the end here, Jim Furry, because he's going to come up quite a bit tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Furry is a former special agent in the FBI. And he has come down here and he is a proud establishment uh, little fella. He's also a uh, romance novelist. For any of you that are interested, look up Jim Furry, romance novelist. He writes romance novels. Um, so here he is. Uh, I think I think there easily could be someone there videotaping, probably Chantel Elizabeth. That's my wife. I hope Audrey will be there taping for us. Most will not come, I bet. All right, so I wanted to play that because we've talked about Audrey Hudson, who has her little blog. She used to write for the Washington Post or something like that. Um, and she's like, what are you talking about? I'm not with any of these people. Here they are saying that's our that's our videotaper, okay? So <clears throat> this is the last one in the three-meeting piece. 
Um, actually, there it is. That's only one more line. Most will not come. I bet good. Okay. So we don't need any more of that. So basically they're trying to do the three meetings. You got a couple of the players. Audrey Hudson is their, their spy. You'll see it throughout the rest of these texts. Um, so what we have here is the lawsuit. So you all know that I'm currently in a lawsuit with uh, something that happened up in Greenville. And it's just amazing to me. It just absolutely amazing to me how these people, these five people have zero, zero to do with said lawsuit. And look at the information they have. They got more information than I do. And I'm listed in the lawsuit at tell after that, you know. So um, I just find it really interesting, the discussions that are had about my particular lawsuit. Resigned before he spent a dime of his own money. He believes that Shannon O'Grady is behind it or some other establishment person because he doubts Mike Matthew McDaniel has the money to retain Tucker player, who is the attorney suing me. He also thinks it is set up because McDaniel will drop the suit if they step down and retract their statement rather than want money. It just sounds like a political maneuver to him. They're talking about me, I guess. Uh, like something Drew McKissick might arrange. He said he told Chad to shut up during meetings and that he and Jerry had agreed to keep both sides orderly during the meeting, I guess. And this is actually the vice chair, Jeremy Halpin, that they're talking about, he said. So here they are. They seem to have a lot of that information about the lawsuit. Uh, Jeff Davis, you're an attorney, yes, or, or not practicing in South Carolina, but you have you you have gone to school to be an attorney. I did go to University of South Carolina for law school. My classmate at USC Law didn't know him, but was uh, was Alex Murdoch. So I just want to let you know, everybody has known what's been going on down in Hampton County for a Too long right. time. And it's going on not just in Hampton. It's all over the state. We got more judicial and legal corruption. Than you shake a stick at since you brought it up. Wasn't there a, somebody else special? around here that was in your 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 uh, law school uh oh that's right i forgot uh reese boyd was reese boyd the third esquire yes he was wait i got one of those <laughs> all right right yes, i think i, I looked did you guys go on field trips and stuff did you share lunch bags or anything um i was doing the joint jd mba uh degree so i didn't hang out with a lot of those guys and uh moved uh left left uh went to atlanta right after law school but I did look him up, and he was uh, either in my class or a year ahead, a year below. I can't remember exactly. So, wow, that is uh, that's very interesting. That you know, small world, I guess. Reckon, right? So, I think I did uh, text you a picture of his uh, his you did. photos. He's so. a he's a dapper, <laughs> dapper, dapper man. Um, so, talking about the lawsuit like that, it it, it seems very weird. Am I just not familiar, or is it weird that three or five? Uh, completely autonomous people from the lawsuit altogether seem to have so much information about this particular lawsuit that really hasn't done much other than some motions here and there. Well, it's possible that, you know, a lot of that information is posted online. So nosy people like to go on and read it. I, I go on to law, other lawsuits and read that stuff just out of curiosity too. I will tell you though, Chad, uh, another one of those named parties, and we were recently served in that lawsuit, maybe about a month or two ago. Oh, that's was right. MySCGOP.com. And mm -hmm. 
we had nothing to do with the event. I, I always thought that they had just named us in the lawsuit just to get more attention, if you will. We've asked them to dismiss us. I think they served us about 45 days ago. We've gotten one extension to answer. So, but I mean, why would you name a party that had literally nothing to do with it? And even in, even in the description of, of the lawsuit, it even references another party, uh, Rock the Red, as being the, the individual or the party that did the uh, press release, not my SCGOP, but they sued my SCGOP. I don't know why. That's weird. weird. Did anything happen prior to that that maybe you got on their radar? Or, I don't know. That is weird. Well, I think it was right. It was right after Reorg 2021. So uh, weird. <laughs> so let's go to a new, new, uh, new folks here. This is still Jeremy Halpin being talked about. Jerry McDaniel, for those of you that don't know who that is, uh, Jerry McDaniel is. Oh, wait, I got to get this out of the way. Jerry McDaniel is the former director of Trump South Carolina. That's right. She used to do all of the Trumpy stuff here in South Carolina for Donald Trump for roughly five weeks. We from what we can tell by the payouts. Um, and then there was a write-up in, I believe, the Washington Post, Washington Examiner, where she was terminated. So there's that. Anyway, that's a little background. So like something Drew McKissick might arrange, he said he told Chad to shut up during the meetings and that he and Jerry had agreed to keep both sides orderly during the meetings. But he and Jerry hasn't been keeping Shannon under wraps. He also told me that if, he, if both sides could keep about a dozen people from both sides off Facebook, things would be fine. I complained about Chad and he said he couldn't contain him outside of the HCGOP. Well, nobody can. So there's that. Uh, but feels Chad was justified when he did more to come. So that is from Jim Furry, the former FBI special agent that got the goods on our vice chairman, Jeremy Halpin, in that discussion saying the following. So, he is saying that, uh, you know, that they're supposed to control one another. Um, and and then here's where it kind of goes off the rails for Jerry, because it's brought up into this text outside of HCGOP feels Chad was justified and he did more and he did more to come. He also told me Chad and I hate each other. That's Jim Furry and me. I guess I guess I hate him. But I replied, I didn't hate anyone. Oh, he's a good Christian. I never agreed to anything about Shannon, nor was it discussed. When Jeremy and I last met at lunch, Shannon only responded to the crazy stuff they were doing. So this is what this is what Jerry does. She talks and she runs her mouth, and then all of a sudden she gets caught. And so here she is being caught when uh, you her own people come back with what Jeremy had to say. I just thought that was important for all my Jerry fans out there um, because Jerry has a tendency to be more than she is. Um, and that's going to be exposed more on Friday, Friday, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Uh, and then we come back to and then we'll talk here a little bit. Um, <clears throat> my case with Reese. So I apparently they know what I'm thinking and what I'm doing. So this is Reese's rundown. A, the guy has plenty of money. And my understanding is Tucker not doing this case. For, Tucker is not doing this case for the money. Wait. Pro boner? He's doing it for pro boner. Good for him. He got he got himself somebody to do it for pro boner. Um, <clears throat> uh, there are lots of reasons that attorneys take cases. Money is not always at the top of the list. Sometimes it isn't even on the list. These folks are being way too. What does I say? I'm too too small, two dimensional in their thinking. But what else is new? 
uh, Jim Furry Wednesday at Reese's. So that's the big meetings they keep having at Reese's when Reese said he had nothing to do with any of this. Uh, at Reese's, as, as planned, may not be too long. So this comes out in a lot of when you guys read it through. They actually had after action meetings. So as we had a GOP meeting, they would have an extra after action and probably watch video from Audrey or whoever they got. And they would have an after. Now, I know Olaf's down there laughing because Eating we after. would have action. We'd have our after action in the military. We'd be like, all right, let's break this down. Why that guy get shot? So this is they were having after action. And, it, and Mr. FBI was was putting it together there at Reese's office. And that's when Shannon Grady came out and had said that there was a meeting there and the lieutenant governor was actually invited and was there for this meetings about how uh, they need to get rid of or undermine the GOP of Horry County. So there you have it. You, How is it that we're supposed to make any sense of this? Because I know up there in Olaf and the rest of you, all of us kept wondering why none of the elected officials would ever come to our meetings. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, come to find out, Drew said it in the paper, but then these groups that they put around, which is the, the South Carolina Republican Men's Club and these uh, these other groups that they put together, or County uh, Conservative Voices, that's a new one that uh, we actually have the if you go read the text, you can actually see that was Reese's uh, brainchild. So tell me, gentlemen, what and and, re, and Drew didn't even care. He put it in the paper that I'm going to start auxiliary groups in these areas. I know they have one up there, Jeff, with you, with your for, their, uh, the former chairman of Greenville County uh, GOP, Nate Lieb, uh, who was in Facebook saying that uh, he would never vote for Trump ever. And then he's up there kissing his ass. So tell me exactly how. How does it feel to be vindicated knowing these groups had had nucleuses to to go around and and to actually undermine uh, Greenville, Oconee, Beaufort, everywhere? And if anything started to rise up past what Drew McKissick could handle. It, Chad, if I could. Also yeah, go ahead, Olaf. So this was one of the first questions I asked. It was clear the memo was out. And as as things got post-2020, as things got a little more rocky and things were starting to get exposed and, and people were speaking up at, at meetings and things, it was clear. One of the first questions I ask is, where's our leaders? Where are the leaders of the party? The elected, if you're an elected official, you're a leader. This this strong delegation, I kept asking, where where are they? Where are they? And this was, this was the response more times than not that I got, which is really pathetic, is that they didn't want to come because it might get tough or it might get rocky or they might get tough questions or they might get called out in it. You know, in my mind, I'm just like, 
my I'm internally combusting because that's precisely what a leader does. He 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 steps into the he steps into the breach. He steps into the gap and he takes the and you'll be respected for that. And no, no matter how you you'll come out of it better than not showing up. So that was my first indicator that um, things were being controlled and and uh, the leaders weren't showing up. And it's, it was a sad state of affairs. Go ahead, Jeff. Well, it's interesting. I, I, you know, you kind of reintroduced me to the fact that that Drew had actually written that down and said that, that he was telling the elected officials not to come to our meetings. We never invited them. I didn't want them coming to our meetings. I wanted our meetings to be about learning and education and figuring out exactly what these problems are. That, that was what the issue was uh, with the prior leadership was they were just rah-rah meetings with elected officials. And the last thing I wanted to happen were elected officials coming to our meetings in that respect. I wanted our folks to learn and figure out the whole process. But what 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 has really upset me and, and being refreshed about that recently is the fact that these same elected officials are fully aware of the reorg fraud. They're, I think it's criminal. I think all the all this reorganization is based on statutory law, election law, and when you're violating and, and not giving equal access to the to the process, which is what happened with our reorg fraud here in uh, 2021, that's breaking, in my opinion, the law. Now you know the election law and. It, why in the world would these elected officials, these leaders, still be hanging around and giving, you know, pumping up and giving credibility to the individuals that participated or 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 certainly led this these fraudulent activities? And that's what's really got me hot and heavy here recently. Um, we we've been working with the 423 names of individuals that were participated in that. We're tracking down who actually got them involved. I had a meeting uh, yesterday with uh, two leaders, two senior leaders of a local church. They, they used two churches to literally go out and facilitate and bring parishioners into this fraudulent process and misled them. And I'm like, it's, and I told them the goal was it can't happen again and we need to expose the people who perpetrated this fraud and who, who brought them into it. So I didn't care whether the legislators were coming. I didn't want to do a big rah-rah, but I'm a little hot about it now that you've reminded me. And I'm a little hot about the fact that they're still giving credibility to the people that perpetrated what I think is a crime. Absolutely. And another thing that, that I've started thinking about, because you always try to figure out how you make, you know, how law works. I don't understand how that everything that is fraudulent and that the government can't be involved and we can take it to other courts because there's only two parties in this country that have primaries. Those primaries are paid by the taxpayer. Those those primaries are overseen by said parties in those counties. We just had a protest of uh, Mark Lazarus and he filed on the wrong date. We booted him. Gone. See, no more protests because that's within our bylaws. So what I don't understand is that they've technically because of a two party system, we use uh, we have primaries for Democrats and Republicans that are paid for by the taxpayer. So as those of us in the party why is there not more? Because basically, if Drew says it and they put it in the in the public opinion, um, nobody cares. And, 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 it, and it's disheartening to, to good patriots that are out there fighting. And then you have groups like this, like the, the GOP uh, pirates that are putting their, it's such a bad thing, uh, putting their little game together in order to nefariously take people down to run a coup, the diary of a coup. Right. So so this is what doesn't make sense to me. And again, they come back to 
running their mouth about my case. This is what's amazing to me. They have nothing to do with it, and they seem to know a lot. We'll get to that more. But I want to get to the, the, nuts, uh, the nuts of some of the things that I pulled out of the almost 100 uh, texts I put out today. And this one really chaps my ass. Are y'all ready? Everybody got a drink? Everybody got their popcorn? <laughs> because I don't know if this is legal or not. I don't think it's illegal, but it's disgusting. And it's exactly, well, let's just say we've seen this before. Reese, this is Jim Furry, the former special agent in the FBI. I am still friends with the FBI intelligence supervisor. She replied, I told her there were some people I was interested in finding out about. Here's her response. Her response, thank God, but here's the best part of her, uh, her response. I don't know any system for doing this. That means the FBI system she used to be in charge of, of the intelligence that he was trying to go after because he is also listed on Facebook as a private eye. He knows how to look up Facebook. He knows how to go into uh, Anstresser.com. He knows how to do all of that because he's a private eye, right? And so what he was contacting, out of all people in the United States of America to contact, <clears throat> is I am contacting my FBI intelligence supervisor. She reti She's retired. She told... I told her there are some people I was interested in finding out about. Here's her response. She goes into Facebook. She goes into the Lexus Nexus, such as a lawyer friend. She, she's telling him how to do it. But the system that he was going for to go after the, the supervisory FBI intelligence officer that was there when he was there, thinking that she had somebody. And if I gave you some names, you can give me my, my synopsis back. Does that burn anybody else's ass other than me, or am I am I am I not am I crazy? That's the that's the worst of the worst. That I'm still a little distraught that he writes romance novels, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe this Reese guy maybe this Reese guy writes legal rom novels or something. But but that you know, in all seriousness, that that's the worst of the worst. This is why these people these are not good people. These people don't deserve to be anywhere around power because they'll abuse it. And you can see it at every level. And, you know, this guy goes to his former supervisor almost because he can. Right. And this, right. this was right back to this moral problem and, and people looking themselves in the, the mirror first. When people ask me, um, what can I do? Well, the first thing you have to do is, is we're, we're living in a culture of corruption manifested and, and uh, fomented and perpetuated by everything we're talking about <clears throat> national level and state so the first thing you have to do is really ask yourself in the mirror who am i what do i believe in what am i a good person what am i trying to be a good person and the, the, what struck me reading your text today was or the the telegram stuff was who does this good people do not do this they just don't no. good people don't do this and here, let's let's explore a quick alternative reality. Here's here's what could have happened in an, in another universe. Here's what Drew McKissick could have done. He could have went down to Horry County, sat down with Chad Caton, sat down with Reese Esquire, Jim Furry. I saw somewhere he was a Steelers fan, which made me really piss me off today. But it made anyway, a lot of sense to me. Man. <laughs> That's you see the towel back here. God bless Franco Harris. But so, <laughs> use uh, what what could have 
and, and harness all this energy and this bent up angst and this fear that the people that you're leading, he could have came down there and said, everybody down in a room privately. And all right, all right, boys, let's have it out. And then let's work together for the good of the state and the country. Imagine that alternative in Greenville, York. But these, these people are so petulant and so weak as people. Yeah, they, weak they is good. They see through that kind of forest. So it's to me, it's, you know, people use the word treasonous and, and those kind of things. This is a fundamental lack of character and courage that just chaps, you know, the average person's ass all day long. As a firefighter and as a, a proud firefighter, as a proud United States Navy CB, I took the oath of this country, as does the FBI. This son of a bitch tried to use the government, your tax dollars and his influence to go after political rivals in a local deal. Yeah, it's. I understand opposition research. I get it. I understand. But here he is saying that I am going to start dropping names to this lady. Hopefully she can get to the system to get the deep, the deep dives. And he felt so proud to be able to say this in front of all of his other, other little pirates and say, I have an FBI intelligence supervisor. Jay that makes me sick in every way, shape, or form. And it, I, it's not treasonous, but it sure makes me want to. Well, I got lawsuits, so I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. But Jeff, what say you about the that particular text? Listen, I, I've seen it in the judicial system here in the state of South Carolina because I, I filed it. You probably hear I sue everybody on the planet. I only sue people when they go out and and slander me. And I think we got to take we got to take the fight to them. We got to take them in the reorg and, and on campaigns. We got to take them, you know, you know, on the on the news and the blogs and, and podcasts like this. And we got to take it, the fight to them in the courts as best we can. But I will tell you, the courts are stacked against us because guess who picks the judges? The same legislators that we're fighting. And I have had judges do things that I've never, I, I can't even imagine. And one of the things our our organization, myself and my wife, were were targeted for audit by the South Carolina Department of Revenue. And we hired, you know, a big partner, tax partner there in Columbia and one of the biggest firms. And when that gentleman told me that it was not unusual for a legislator to call a judge and tell them how they wanted a case to turn out, I about hit the floor. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, I, I just can't even imagine there that the bar associations not you know, marching down there with pitchforks saying you can't do this. But that's just how it goes here in South Carolina. And and I'm from South Carolina. My family's been here since the 1600s. So I feel like I've got a right to sit there and say this is wrong and we need to fix it. But none of this surprises me. And, and, and it truly is. It, it, it is. You know, I, it, I don't want to be you know dramatic about it, but. You know, I mean, when they control the police and the sheriff and, and what's going on in regards to Coney, you know, not being an investigate that. I mean, we can't get them. I mean, I'm trying to get SLED to investigate this reorg fraud, you know, with, with the election stuff. But I look on the list of 423. You won't imagine how many politicians, their family members, their parents, their children, their political consultants are on that list there. It is a power list. <clears throat> And how Let do you me say that? this real quick before you uh, you go on for for my other for the people watching nationally and Getter is kind of uh, losing it here or they were. Um, 
for those of you who don't know, South Carolina is one of two states that still appoints their judges. The guy that is in charge of the Judge Barrett selection in the Senate is Luke Rankin. Luke Rankin is uh, the lowest ranking per CPAC. He is the lowest ranking Republican politician in the United States. Last time I checked, which was months ago, was 24% conservative voting. That's the guy that's in charge of deciding judges. That's why they want to put us in, 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 in cases. That's why they want to put us in the court. That's why they're using that as a weapon against me and Jeff, because they own the judges. Is that fair to say? It's 100% correct. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Uh, Haney, how about you? Uh, Give, what is your perspective? So you're from more of a rural area there. And that's why I love this because we have Greenville that's a metropolis. We got York that's kind of middle of the road, Bedouin community. And then we have the rural area of Oconee. Is this any different there? Actually, I think it's a little bit worse. Um, I've got three different examples. So uh, it was relayed to me that Bill Sanderford, our representative, actually The guy went, that got arrested for or beat up with a prostitute in, uh, in Panama. Panama, correct. Weird. actually went to the courthouse with Jim Mann and Tyler Jordan. Uh, I don't know why, but he went with them when they filed the uh, lawsuit against the uh, David McMahon. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, me as a treasurer and several other officers to get the funds back. Uh, that's one example. Uh, another example is... Uh, the chairman actually had his personal property taken. Uh, he has, uh, he thinks, substantial proof that it was by the vice chair, who is now the so-called chairman. And uh, in that, he went to, to the sheriff's department. The sheriff's department contacted uh, assistant solicitor, and they said, yeah, you got a case. Uh, no, actually, David contacted the assistant solicitor and they said, yeah, you got a, a, a good case here. The sheriff contacted the judge and apparently a judge had told him, says, yeah, you got a good case. Uh, but the sheriff in Oconee County did not want to touch it. So he sent it off the sled. Well, set in sled and uh, nothing happened. And he, uh, David made several phone calls and slave came back and said, well, we're, you know, I talked to our lawyer. And uh, they stated for the dollar amount, we really don't want to deal with this. So apparently, you know, if there's a, I don't know where the cutoff is on uh, larceny, but uh, apparently there's a dollar amount there that we don't consider larceny. I guess we turn it into California. Right. You know, anything under a thousand dollars, you're good to go. Uh, but uh, 
they said due to the dollar amount, they did not want to do to it, uh, do anything with it. So they're going to kick it back to Pickens County instead. Uh, apparently today, uh, I got I talked to David about this situation, and uh, no one's going to do anything with it. So you got a victim of a crime who has a good case, and nobody's going to touch it because of the lack of courage, the lack of integrity, the lack of saying, okay, I understand that this may be a political hot potato, but I'm going to do what's right for the citizens who I swore to protect. Uh, that's where we're at. Another instance is our uh, county councilman who had some issues with his wife. Uh, she filed uh, what ended up, I think her words was, uh, she recanted and stated that the claims were not as she had stated. The judge actually gave him custody of the child. Uh, nine months later, uh, they indict him on a Friday afternoon. No, I'm sorry. He's arrested on a Friday afternoon and he is indicted at 8 a.m. Monday morning. So he never got a discovery hearing. It was purposely done that way. Not only that, his arrest was at five o'clock. An email went out at the same time from the county lawyer alerting everybody that he was being arrested. So there's just too many, and, and I can go deeper. It gets deeper than that. No, this. I don't Why? want you to because I'm sitting here going, and the he, he doesn't have it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we got, I'm waiting but for Roscoe to pull up and be like, it, hey, the, the sheriff's here. It blows my mind how how deep the corruption goes and how anybody that has any political ties no longer has the courage that our that our founding fathers had well, to do well, what's right. They're, they're afraid that they're going to lose their job if they do what's right. They wear capri pants and funny shoes, but damn it, if they weren't tough as nails. So <laughs> I want to say this right now because Relentless Republican is Shannon Grady. She is the one that has given me the drops here. Uh, I challenge every. And anyone else who worked in similar covert groups to come forward as I have done. It is not too late to do what's right. Hoorah. And Chad, there's a lot of those groups out there. And, there and Shannon, Shannon was involved in the uh, the Federation of Republican Women's Clubs. There's a whole bunch of clubs around, around the state. And those clubs have been used as auxiliaries to, to circumvent mm -hmm you know, the elections of the GOP. So, I mean, I, I do hope that some of them will come out. Um, I'm not always hopeful, but, you know, I'm impressed with what Shannon did and hopefully some others will. So, And, and what better time of season than, than the birth of our Savior, right? To clear your sins and let it be for the people. There are good people still out there. And, I mean, Shannon and I had it out. I mean, listen, we, we were like uh, – was it Tyson and Holyfield? I mean, we went at it. There's some good videos. I even called her Skippy today. I gave her that nickname. She likes it. She showed up at a party with a thing of Skippy peanut butter. It was a whole deal, man. We had a we had a whole we had it out. But something, and I don't know you, Mister Haney, if you were in the military, but um, you yeah, know, I'm actually Navy. Hoorah! See you, dirty, oh. dirty bastard. <laughs> well, we got him outnumbered. <laughs> I get all that. Sh all right. So and so is Shannon Grady, by the way. She happens to be a also a Navy sailor. So that being said, there are good people out there that remember their oath and it's imagining how that's happening by Shannon saying that here on this show in that text that there are, she knows there's other groups out there. She has not dropped any of them. 
but she's trying to be a leader in that role of cleansing one's soul and getting out there. So I want to go to another one on a scale of one to 10. And that's just the answer of the number. How pissed are you about the, the FBI? Because remember, I said we've seen this before. Maybe, I don't know, Trump. Yeah, the FBI has been, even here locally, was tried to be, and I feel bad for the FBI agents around here that had nothing to do with it. But here is somebody, because even though I'm a fireman, I've had firemen came up to me that are Democrats. They're like, dude, you make us look bad. But then I have some conservative ones like, dude, you're awesome. Can I get a shirt? And I'm like, yeah, that works. So, so with that, you're going to get the good and the bad. But to go out there and to try to use, utilize our nation's top police force in order to combat your political rivals. And I want to say it right to you, Mr. Furry. You are a scumbag. You are not only a scumbag, you have shit all over the oath you took of this country. The badge you have that says retired on it is tarnished forever. And the idea that you were going to go after good people for the betterment of your master makes you a bitch. How about them apples? Now let's move on. And then for you Christians out there, I'm going to say I'm sorry later. Uh, so we got FBI, FBI. Okay, so we've been called a lot of names. And I, and I keep looking at Jeff because we've determined in a poll, I think it was, yeah, it was uh, Trafalgar did it, um, that he is the most hated guy in politics in South Carolina. And I'm number two. I'm working on it. Anyway, um, here we are. Again, this is, oh, it is the special agent, Jim Furry. He is full of it, isn't he? God, this guy sucks. The escorted Larry Richardson out again. And when he called them out for not following Robert's rules of order, now they're saying that we have been infiltrated by Antifa. I don't remember that happening, but whatever. I'm actually in a court case because somebody said that. <laughs> First, we are rhinos, now Antifa. And that is what I'm picking up from Costa Rica. Oh, well, the FBI retirement must be nice. Maybe it's the, I'm going to pass. I'm selling his, 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 his uh, romance novel on my website. I'm doing it. Don't know if any of them want to went to the silver elephant, blah, blah, blah. Okay. They are proving themselves to be self-righteous, intolerant, bigots, rhinos, and the best definition of the world. Okay. So they can call us intolerant. They can call us whatever. But bigot? Where in the wide world of sports did we become bigots in all this shit? Hey, Jim Furry, you suck. That's not being a bigot. I did not say anything about Jews. I did not say anything about African-Americans. I did not say anything about anybody else, but he's calling us bigots. So I don't know of any other group out there that calls us bigots constantly and can throw it at us with no proof of it just because we're pink or white or blonde or whatever. And they call us bigots. They call us racist. But this guy calls us a bigot, which has not happened in any, any lexicon of any GOP. Have you ever heard anybody say anything bigot? Are you a bigot? Any of you a bigot? Right now. Can I, can I get a no or yes? Okay. No. So that would be the Democrats, wouldn't it? Because every time I have a Democrat anywhere around me, I'm just a dem I'm just a bigot. So why is this guy out there? And if you really want me to prove it, because we know the establishment is the uniparty now, right? I think Carrie Lake said it. I think Amy Ahmadine said it. I think Mark Fincham said it. Teddy Daniels said it. Uh, Bongino said it. Yeah. So if you're the establishment, you're basically the uniparty. Do I get thumbs up for everybody? Now, Chad, right. you said it earlier that the the use of language, right? Right. It's, these people are just not that good at the game because <laughs> it's so obvious when you're you're hijacking language and just throwing it out there. 
it's it's so leftist. It's so obvious. It's so Marxist. I think you mentioned somewhere about rules for radicals or something. Yep. Like, probably pointing towards towards you. But in, but at any rate, again, this culture of corruption, right? Mr. FBI, that that culture of corruption. Well, we, we can go into the whole history of the FBI on another topic. But anyway, there there are some good people, as everybody knows. Um, but again, that leadership, that Comey leadership, that they uh, I point the finger directly at that because they're the ones that that fester and and foment these cultures that that people run with. You know, well, I got matter I gotta, I'm sorry, brother. I, I, I got to go to the chat real quick. My brother, Dustin Faulkner, he also has a podcast <clears throat> on Getter. He just brought up a really good point here. Uh, intolerance is the word for those who demand subjugation and cancellation. Boom. I just got a text on the text line um, that uh, we're looking for a sponsor. No. Um, and did any of the pirates or subgroups use Drew, get it, used by Drew, get any money to fund their efforts? If so, was this legal use of funds? Uh, legal guy. Listen, I mean, there is no financial transparency. I'm a financial guy, too, because I'm a CPA licensed in Georgia, not South Carolina, just to be clear. But um, we, there is zero financial transparency what goes on with SCGOP, what goes on with Victory, whether it's a separate entity, all that type of stuff. We had a, a friend that was down from Ohio the other day that's helping us with a few things. And there's a, apparently a $3.4 million missing from the GOP up there. And, I'm, and, and my comment to them was like, at least you know how much is missing. We don't even know what anything is. So it, Well, we're currently in a lawsuit for $25,000 that we can't account from the last chairwoman, uh, Dreama Purdue. Um, uh, and she will not give us the receipts because her credit card was connected to the GOP uh, checking account. We are currently trying to get that. And do you know what's weird, guys? When we when that lawsuit went out, the, her attorney answered, but it was answered based off talking to the SCGOP's two attorneys. Well, I will clarify for you. Chad. You can't make this shit up. I swear to God. We are an email. Uh, Shannon, you did great, but we need one more. I think we got a RICO Act. I swear on everything holy. We really do. We have a RICO Act. For those of you who don't believe, know what RICO Act is. We believe this is racketeering, and I do believe it's it's a criminal racketeering. It's like the, the mob, the mafia. So that I do hope that gets exposed. I think if somebody wanted to follow up on racketeering, they definitely could. But I will remind you, I don't. I think it was uh, one of the first SCGOP meetings, uh, the state executive committee meetings, Drew McKissick committed to pay the legal fees for any of the people dealing with the likes of us and these types of things. So I do think the SCGOP is paying some legal fees for these folks. And Wait, say that again. The SCGOP, for anybody that had to do with you legally, would pay for it. Yes, that's what Drew McKissick made an announcement at, a, at one of the state parties. So they're complaining about the legal fees that they're having to incur paying people to fight. I mean, it, it's, it's just a, it's a total mess. We're way past mess, but we have to bring sun to the sun is the best disinfectant. And I apparently we are babysitting the dog and baby diesel is in the house. So if they start ringing bells, that means that they want me to go out there. Tough shit. But uh, his girlfriend's here. Um, beta. So there could be some weird noises behind me, but it's diesel and beta. Um, anyway, so we'll go back up here and I, <clears throat> hang on, where is it? Oh, it all fell apart. We are getting some text. Uh, the pirates. Okay. The getter text has gotten ahead of me. Red bones in here. What's up? He's ringing the bell. Yeah. That's what happened to me. Lately. 
Um, all right. So we have the now this this is fun for me because <laughs> we just assumed and we just all said thumbs up, whatever. The establishment by Don Gino, everybody is now the uniparty of the Democrats, as you see Mitch McConnell and the rest of them play. Carrie Lake continues to say it. And I give you none other than the former FBI special agent. He's just a he, he's my Christmas present. Here he is. And by the way, I got I forgot to say this. His email is Furbear. <laughs> oh man. It's legit Furbear. Furbear. So we'll we'll change this. Uh, Olaf, we're changing call signs. <laughs> we're changing call signs. I'm Here we go. I'm scarred. <laughs> You're gonna be scarred. We're not even done. So what would be wrong with establishing an establishment party of the opposition factions and groups? Maybe we should de facto have a Republican party, keep the groups, but get everyone together informally, like at the Asher Theater, every quarter to rally together. Linda McHugh's group, that's the HV, or that's the Horry County Conservative Voices. No? Alliance. Alliance. Sorry. I get them mixed up. There's so many of them. But I think we all should see together how many precincts are represented. I, it would be outlined in the page where we need to go for 2023. Shannon, we are registering voters, blah, blah, blah. So let's go back to the top. He's he's a big talker. As you can see, it's always a lot. And, and he says nothing, except I like this first part. What would be wrong with establishing an established establishment party of the opposition factions and groups? He actually said that. Welcome back, buddy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So did you hear everything that happened there, Ola? All right. So uh, let's start with uh, quickly, gentlemen, because people have to work tomorrow. And we have another big drop tomorrow, which is going to be phenomenal. Um, <laughs> I'm more excited about that one. But Mr. Haney, what do you take from that? Yeah, it's they're trying to maneuver to control from top down is what it boils down to. And, you know, these groups, I don't think they've been, if you look at the SCGOP rules, uh, they have to be accepted uh, by the ECs. And I know that the uh, men's group in Oconee County was not, but yet Drew McKissick and Alan Wilson attended uh, meetings there. Um, it's just, you know, it's just, Corruption is maneuvering and posturing is all it is. Okay. Well, we, you know, maneuvering and posturing, but and that's all fine, well, and good. But no, it's not. The son of a bitch is calling himself the establishment. We are the anti-establishment. None of us say that. He actually goes into more text in, in today's post where he says, uh, you know, they're just going to be the anti-establishment. Yes, Lindsey Graham sucks. 
Lindsey Graham wants a red flag law. Lindsey Graham, Lady G. I don't care if he has ladybugs, frankly. But at the end of the day, why don't you do your job? As soon as he's elected, he's no more a Republican until about a year, two years out, and if he's going to run again. And then all of a sudden, he pulls a Kavanaugh or something. He cries on Hannity. This is the shit that drives me crazy when we have a senator that's supposed to be so powerful, but all he is is a military industrial ass. And he's out there trying to push liberal ideas and the idea in South Carolina where we wrote the Second Amendment ordinance that was passed and, and, and hoard out over at the state house. But in Horry County, we have a tough one where you get arrested if you come up in this piece. You're never gonna get past Ainer anyway. Don't play with Ainer Blue Jackets. I'm just saying. But at the same time, you have this guy going out there trying to say, we're gonna bring in red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Shit, if they get red flag, the first two people are losing their guns is Jeff Davis and Chad Kate. And I lost my guns in a voting accident. I don't have any more. Just saying. But am I wrong, Jeff Davis? No, you're absolutely correct, Chad. And and what what's ironic about this whole thing, we're not asking for anything special. We're just asking to follow the Republican platform. That is all we're asking them to do. Follow the Republican platform. If you don't like the Republican platform, then change it. But you don't run as a Republican, say you support the platform, and then go down to Columbia and vote differently, or go to D.C. and vote differently, or go to county council and vote differently. We were doing some research today on the uh, abortion laws, that, because South Carolina is now an abortion destination. Because guess what? There are only six states in the United States that have more lax abortion laws than the state of South Carolina. Only six. And we know we had that same issue in regards to uh, the constitutional carry and those. I think it was four or five uh, states that, that that only had worse laws for gun laws than the state of South Carolina. And this uh, this has to change. We have a super majority. We are the citizens of our state are con good, hardworking, conservative, God fearing uh, individuals. And, and that is not reflective of our elected officials. And we just need to clarify for them. All right. I need to say this because uh, my my Internet mama, Shell, is on over on Getter. She ain't no joke, dude. She's big everywhere. Uh, I almost missed this. So I need to introduce real quick at the top right here. Uh, Jeff Davis. He is the Greenville County uh, chairman. Raise your hand. Uh, we have Mr. Mickey Haney, who's the former uh, treasurer of Oconee. He still is because Drew McKissick's a punk and they walked in there and said he's not. So he's still fighting. And then we do have the former vice chairman and the uh, uh, temporary chairman at one point of York County, uh, Rick Olaf. So these are all the boys that have come. We have gone to the far reaches of South Carolina to bring everybody perspective because I keep saying on all my shows that and they're all I have people all the time hit me messages. Man, South Carolina's red, bro. That place is red, red, red. 70 percent voted for Trump. When Trump come here, comes here, they put out the pomp and circumstances and they all stand next to him. Um, and like I said, Nate Leop, who is the former chairman of Greenville, and he is on Facebook saying anybody but Trump and I'll fight to make sure that happens. And then when Trump came, he's like, hey, <laughs> like what? they're so full of crap. And that's what we're exposing today also. So let me get to this piece of specialness. So here again, they're talking about how he wants to be the establishment. So the people that are out there going against the HCGOP, for all of you that do not want to be considered establishment, take your butt over to the happy hour Republicans and they'll take care of you because they're not getting our checking account because they don't have a right to it. And right there, I know for a fact there are people in that room that do not consider themselves as establishment and do not want anything to do with the establishment and join the HCGOP in record numbers to, in fact, get rid of the establishment. All right. 
So we've got uh, here we go. <clears throat> uh oh, Johnny Bellamy, uh, Peggy Bushy, you made the game, made the show, and Steve Hoffman. Steve Hoffman is a is a uh, wet noodle and no spine. I don't really care about him in there because he's been out there running his lip about something he knows nothing about. Poor old guy at the moose. Ex- <clears throat> Caton, Carey, Bellamy, Bushy, Hoffman, etc. Who painted? <clears throat> I can't see. <clears throat> painted us all a rhinos and corrupt and did missionary work to convince enough to get these know-nothings elected. We just need to keep building a coalition and have more delegates next round and show that they are not Trump supporters at all. That's the furry bear. He just told you all <clears throat> that we're know-nothings and that uh, basically the three, Elizabeth, you're here. The three tons of food that you and some of the other HCGOP folks went out and collected, uh, you were on a missionary just for marketing. You were just trying to get people to buy into your bullshit for the HCGOP. Do you know that? I did not know that. Okay, Furbear says so. So it's their former <laughs> FBI agent, Furbear. Great. Um, gentlemen, that's, and, and we're not getting to the real nasty shit. It's going to come tomorrow. But, um, and we have some more. But what, what does that tell you right there? This guy used to be in charge of bylaws under Dream of Purdue. He was the chairman of bylaws. And this guy right here is actually going after the HCGOP for getting in their community. Because you all three know I am, me and my wife are all day, any day, help our community as much as possible from the sand pits, when the floods came, to anything and everything. We don't want a trophy. We don't want nothing. Hell, we actually got ran over and kept off billboards and shit because of our political stance. But we help people. And that's all we care about. But here it is right here to actually diminish people who sat out there in front of a Walmart for two days collecting three tons of food for free ministries and, and them trying to get people off of fentanyl and, and, and drugs and heroin. So what does that yeah. what what does that go ahead, Olaf? What does that say about this guy's character? I mean, we've pretty much told sound, his character. I'm gonna sound like a broken record. Good people do not do these kind of things. So it's fun. good people don't do these kind of things. They don't. Um, these five, six, ten people in their own little echo chamber on the thread and all that stuff. But it's fundamentally back to your original question. This is an integrity issue. Right. And when let me tell, you know, the folks out there, when when people are established in shadow groups or whatever you want to call them, and that becomes the norm again, fostered by leadership, right? Leadership creating that culture of of corruption and, you know, everything goes. That's that's very problematic. Jeff mentioned it earlier. This is when things devolve into the the monster, the monstrous stuff that we've all experienced the last couple of years. Literally people buying into this. It's very it's a very dangerous, slippery slope. It's not hyperbole. It's none of that. This guy's character is um, again, they these kind of people. This is what people need to understand. These kind of people, and I don't care who it is, it's not personal to me, um, they don't deserve to be anywhere near power. Jeff right. Furry needs to go write romance novels, and Reese needs to... Excuse me, sir. It's Furbear. Furbear needs to write those novels, and I hope they're good, and I hope he's a bestseller. I bet they're dirty. <laughs> and Reese needs to go... We'll probably be pulling them out of elementary schools by the end of the year. I- I mean, it's just, it's so frustrating and the, you know, in all seriousness, it's just, again, we've, we've really got to do a better job of addressing 
I know it's uncomfortable and I know people want to avoid conflict. That's one of the biggest issues. And you talk about apathy a lot. Um, but yeah. there, there's no avoiding the conflict. But it, this is physics, right? Ooh. If if you don't meet a force with equal or greater force, then that force will overtake. So corruption is overtaking the good, right? So it's just, this isn't rocket science. This is basically physics. And everybody has to understand that if you want to join a country club, there's plenty of country clubs out there to go join. This is what we ran into at York because everybody's everybody's educated in York, right? You guys, um, you guys, you guys buy a lot of khakis. Yeah, a lot of khakis up there. <laughs> For you know? real, there's a lot of khakis up there. I, I know you give me a hard time about being an officer, and I've got a yeah. math degree, but so there's a lot of pseudo intellectuals up there. But at the end of the day, you have to be you have to be willing. You got to be willing to lose friends, family um, for the good of the country. You know, this is an HGTV movie. This yeah. is about deconstruction and then restoration. That's that's what we're all involved in here. And it's it, we're not, you know, we're certainly not the problem. That's for sure. No, we're not the problem. Uh, Mr. Haney, um, what do you think about that? Well, it's pretty well said. Uh, yeah. I can't help it. All three of you are badass. I should have brought you on one at a time. But I wanted to show geographically we can do this. <laughs> and we've got everybody from all over South Carolina uh, to say it. And Mr. Haney, go ahead. Yeah. You know, it's we have a, a severe integrity and, and courage problem. Uh, the other thing that we've got going on is anytime that you have like the GOP come in and try to pressure a precinct or uh, a county, you're no longer given a voice to the uh, minority groups and taking that away. Anytime you do that, it's going to create uh, a lot of uh, turmoil within that area. The What I'm hearing now in Oconee County, and it's coming down from Drew McKissick, is that they're trying to do a top-down approach. So it's no longer that you build from the precinct up, it's that the uh, the county is actually overruling uh, certain things that the precincts are doing. It's gonna do one or two things in Oconee County. Either people are gonna get ticked and really come out and fight, or you're gonna see a, a drastic decline uh, from the 20 that we went from uh 13 precincts organized to 29 you're going to see that uh decline because they're going to say hey if you're not going to listen to us if you're not going to let us run our precincts the way we should be able to then why are we doing this and you know it's really i i'm i'm concerned about where the republican party's going are we going to to split off and be another uh different party because they're setting themselves up to where if you're not going to listen to, to the conservative people and you're going to try putting them under your thumb, then they're going to go find themselves a voice somewhere. You're right. We you're have, absolutely right. Dad, we haven't mentioned, Mickey's alluding to, we haven't mentioned tonight the, the sham reconvening of the, the state convention this past summer, which put these rules, some of these rules in place. What a sham, you know? Yeah. What a joke that was. Jeff, well, we are Mickey's the establishment. Right. We are bigots. We are, yeah. this is some new stuff that um, your old hat, I mean, 
you all want to see how to take take a beating and from the establishment. Go hang out with Jeff Davis for a little while. Yeah. He just sits there and goes, well, I got to get a coffee. And this, then we'll, we'll all I do is smile because, quite frankly, Drew McKissick is our best recruiting tool. Oh, absolutely. So. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many people are joining the GOP right now. Actually, I have there's a there's a whole swath of people that told me that they witnessed the next uh, happy hour because they want to go. It's time to put up the signs. It's time to get weird. And it's time to take back your county one county at a time. And we're going to give you that special sauce. And damn it, if I'm not fired up, because I promise you tomorrow I am going to ruin the idea of anything integral in regards to this five people and the captain of the GOP Pirates, Reese Boyd Third Esquire. And the thing is, is that I'm being called an asshole. I'm getting all kinds of messages saying that I'm just a blowhard and all this. The thing is, these are their words. That's what I love. I had somebody send me a picture or something and be like, these are the people you hang out with. And I'm like, I just blasted your friends for the last two days. What are you talking about? Go away, hood rat. And the thing is, in the right suit, you're a hood rat. You know you are. Anyway, so that's just it. We have to not care, right? We have to be able to stand for what we believe in and be there, whether you're in Oconee County and the ruler area or the or the metropolis of, of Greenville, South Carolina, or out there in, in York County, <clears throat> either way, it's your hood. It's worth fighting for. And when you break it all down, and, and, and the three of you, I'm going to give you one last word, and then I'm going to close. And uh, I see Rowdy's here uh, on my getter. I've got to close with something positive and uh, patriotic. So I have that. But I got to put it out there. You are fighting in your area. And the thing is, is if Jeff Davis fights his fight, Chad Caton fights his fight with his people, Olaf fights his pe- fights with his people, and Mr. Haney, I'm very proud of Oconee because I know y'all a little slower out there and y'all just want to go do your work and whatnot, and y'all don't get fired up like we do at Greenville and shit and make fun of khakis. You know, you guys go to church. I mean, things are real out there. I grew up in the country. I'm all about it. But you guys are getting fired up and now starting to organize to take back from these tyrannical sons of bitches that are out there hunting America first GOPs. Jeff, last word. Listen, I can't tell you how excited I am. I reflect back on where we were two years ago at this particular moment before the 2021 reorg, and we had not even started. We didn't even roll out until January 29th of 2021, and we've had people door knocking, getting people out. I'm telling you, it is all over this state. It's in all 46 counties of this state, and it, we it is going to be the best. I could not be more excited and more, uh, uh, you know, just just optimistic about what we're going to do to turn this whole thing around with the, with all 46 counties and the SCGOP leadership. And we're actually focusing more on the tw- June 2024 uh, Republican primaries. We're hoping that we run 300, 400, yeah. 500 plus people, every house seat to be available, every state Senate seat to be available, half your county council, school boards. I, we're trying to build the infrastructure to really just flip this entire state from the most liberal to the most conservative. And I could not be more excited. And I think it's going to be a one heck of a ride. So enjoy. <laughs> it is. And I mean, I, I did have one of my, one, a guy I served with, he, he was one of the smelliest people in the CBs. I've never been with one of uh, the most hated anything, and I'm proud to be uh, standing here in this fight with you. <laughs> and you see me smiling all the time. Man. All I'm the time. You don't give two flips. I swear <laughs> to God, it is it is motivating. Uh, Mr. Haney, last word. Well, I'm also excited about the reorg. Uh, 
you know, it's time we start holding the politicians to a higher standard than we're trying to hold the citizens. And if you look at Rule 16, which re recently passed in the SCGOP, or not the SCGOP, the yeah, South Carolina uh, rules, uh, it was targeted to the individual citizens. And I'm I'm excited that I hope we get the numbers to go in there and actually flip that around. And I know in Oconee County, I'm hoping that uh, the conservatives, well, I'm not hoping, I know the conservatives are going to ca carry the majority of the precincts and we're actually going to uh, adhere to our bylaws. And Drew McKissick's going to have to realize he has no authority over us. The only thing he can do is not recognize us if the ECs, state ECs allow it. And uh, we're really going to get that message out. And that's where Drew McKissick has really reigned is the lack of knowledge of these uh, counties and precincts when dealing with the SCGOP. Uh, he kind of comes in and, and uh, creates a, a false front and makes you everything's false with that guy, including his yeah, makes you think that uh, he has some power over you. But when you boil it down to it, uh, he does not. And I think people really need to understand the SCGOP stands by itself. They can either recognize your county or not. But that doesn't mean you have to stop functioning as a Republican Party members. So yep. uh, get out there, fight, stand up, be strong, have courage, do what's right. Don't look at the political side of it. I know a lot of people saying, I I've had people tell me, aren't you afraid that this is going to affect your work? If it well, does, so be it. I'm proud of y'all up there in Oconee. I've been getting so many messages from your people, man. They are friggin' fired up. Like, you let Drew know. I'll find somebody in his weight class. Well, Rick, you're probably in his weight class. <clears throat> we can go up there and do a cage fight. Yeah. I'm down. And it's just for charity. This isn't about hurting anybody. Charity. It's, like it's the, the establishment. Here we go. I'll do my radio stuff, right? My love. My wife loves this when I do the DJ, you know, at the roller skating rink. Johnny, your car's outside. Johnny, Johnny. You know, <laughs> It's the whole thing. Like we we have a, a a thing for charity. We find Rick Olaf. You know, I mean, he look at him. He's furry and stuff. He's not tough. I mean, he was in the army. <laughs> that was that was low. I apologize. I love you. But we put we do a cage fight and we have uh uh the real the uh petulant child and we go up there and you know it's the establishment. Drew Khaki, the petulant child McKissick against. Rick, the anti-establishment <laughs> beast from the east of South Carolina. And don't forget, special forces in the United States Army, you're going to die. Ready, set, let's get it on and just handle it. Yeah. Nah, probably not. He won't even show up to a meeting. He ain't going to show up to the UFC fight. Nah, he so. doesn't show. But here, here's my message on, on that. It threat. was for charity. Nobody should get hurt. It's like the old Rocky Hulk Hogan days, you know, and um, – <laughs> But here's my message, you know, to Drew McKissick. And I, Wait, look, I got to say that. Rick, last word. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Rick, last word. And this is positive for all your for all your partners out. This is a positive note, but some people won't take it that way, of course. But here's my message to Drew McKissick and all those bootlickers out there, and the yes men and women, and all these people wanting favor within the club and wanting favor and status. You, there, here's the message. You are never going to build unity. You'll never build unity with control and fear. You're never going to energize people. 
you're and that's you know they don't want that but you're never going to build a movement with control and fear and to mickey's point you're you're doing more harm than good because the only thing that comes with control and fear is destruction and that's exactly what they're doing now the good news is you know when you start to see these indicators of shadow groups and sham conventions in the middle of the summer that that is an indicator that they are on the ropes yes and uh the tide will turn because here's what and here's my message to all the leaders in the south carolina supermajority clean this dumpster fire up you have an obligation to clean it up because the people that you and the, and the oath that you took you have an obligation to clean this up and to get this judicial reform cleaned up and to clean up our elections and to clean up this mess in South Carolina, and then to lead, you can lead the nation. They they have an opportunity to lead the nation, hands down. That's my message. Merry Christmas. I cannot thank you enough. I do have to do some things here in the chat, uh, the chat here. Um, I've got three of them going. This is my favorite one. Uh, our buddy, John Cummings, who ran against AOC, now lives in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, was on my show last week and exposed how the SCGOP tried to court him uh, when he moved here after he ran. He had one of the most successful runs in a all-Democrat area, and he just wrote, I may be the only person in the Bronx watching, but I'm watching. <laughs> Hoorah to uh, Mr. John Cummings, and Merry Christmas to you, sir. <clears throat> the the chat, Dustin Faulkner, has been going crazy over here on Getter, and uh, I can't even keep up with the Facebook one. It seems like everybody is really fired up about this. And let me say this. And I'm going to send these guys backstage. Everybody wave. There you Today, Oconee. There you go. <laughs> and what it comes down to, people, is that I've been told that this is great for me and there's so many people watching. I don't give a shit. Let me tell you what I care about, which has been my message and the people that know me and they, that, that, that go into the trenches with me feel it every time we do any of these things. You don't have to like how I do anything. But you cannot argue with the results because what we are about is we are about the truth and you're going to come out and say it or we're going to come out and expose you. These five people are four because Shannon came out between Don Bound of Make America's Hats, Hats, Red America's America, Jerry McDaniel, the former uh, director of Trump, South Carolina that she touts everywhere and Trump girl. I talked to the real Trump girl. She's pissed about that. And then we have. Reese Boyd, the third Esquire, who's an attorney at law that is going to, that has just been lying and absolutely running a coup. 1000%. I couldn't put all the text. My system won't even hold all the text messages. I wanted to bring those other guys on there to give you some perspective. I need you all to go and read those texts. And I also need you to on Facebook because it's more regional. I put it on Facebook instead of my other channels and my other socials that do well. I need you to share them all. I need you to comment on every one. Because that keeps us in the algorithm and Facebook, it's just like our elections at this point. If we come out in masses, they can't fix the algorithm. And it's the same thing with this. The entire state of South Carolina needs to know this corruption has gone all the way to the lieutenant governor being privy to this and sitting in a meeting about it. This is a problem where the establishment does not want you people up in Oconee with the dirt under your nails. You even had one of your own say that the people that are regular workers need to go and beat it and join the uh, union. Because the Republican Party is not for common men. You're an idiot. And if I ever meet you, please introduce yourself so I can tell you you're an idiot to your face. You know, my favorite quote to that whole video is, you know, there's doers and there's donors. 
I really was going to go somewhere with that, but I blew it. You're an idiot. You're a complete jackass. There's a doer and there's a donor. And I'm doing the Southern accent because you sound like a dipshit. Other, the Southern folks that have Southern accents aren't dipshits, and you make them look bad. Speaking of making them look bad, FBI Special Agent Jim Furry, you're a piece of shit. And I want you to know it. I want you to know I said it. And I want you to know you're a scumbag for shitting on the oath of this country that I live and I breathe every day. I am by no means perfect. But I'll tell you one thing. I will fight. I will die for this country. And I believe in every American that wants peace, peace, prosperity, and believing in the best country in the world. That that is the United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do this. Show up. Stand up. Speak up. It's your republic. Fight for it. And tomorrow, the trash is going in the dumpster. Can you answer that question? Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the twilight's last Conquer we must when our cause is.